Hi, and welcome to Straight and Grace Coaching. I'm Carrie Bishop, your host and women's coach for women who still believe Jesus is King, America is beautiful, and hope brings eternal when you step out in faith. Let's do this. Let's do this. Well, we are facing 2021. We're drawing to a close in 2020 and welcoming the new year with 2021. And the challenge of 2021, or the challenge of 2020, I want to say, is that we are faced with the uh, such horrible things that happened in 2020, and not just to us as individuals, but to the entire country, to the entire world, actually. We were faced with a pandemic, we we're faced with fear, with mask mandates, with lockdowns, forced lockdowns, with school closures, with job loss, with unemployment, with increased poverty, with increased addiction, with increased suicide rates. We were faced with fear that was overwhelming at times. And how do we face that? Well, so many people were looking forward to 2021 as just a time to burn down 2020, to forget it ever happened, to welcome in the new year. Like it was when we magically flipped that calendar page, everything is going to be great. And we for could forget about all the trauma that was really involved in 2020. Now, a friend of mine sent me a quote, and I'm going to read it exactly because I want to make sure I get her words right. Uh, she sent us a text message on a group text and said, it's a great time to be grateful for all the things we took for granted before 2020. And I really think that's a beautiful quote. Reflect on that for a second. It's a great time to be grateful for all the things we took for granted before 2020. It's almost hard to imagine life in 2019. This time last year, we had no idea what was waiting for us. We had just started seeing possibly some of you, maybe I know I just started seeing some videos from China, um, the, the forced way they grabbed people from their the apartments and locked them down. And we heard that they were putting chains on doors and locking people with COVID inside, but it hadn't hit the US. That was something that happened in a foreign country and could never happen here. And yet we're finding out that maybe to a slightly less, lesser extent, but we've become prisoners in our own lives and in our own homes in, and in many circumstances and prisoners to our own fear. And so many people just want to go ahead and throw away 2020. Uh, we live in such a throwaway culture right now. And that's something I want to get to really quickly. You know, if something breaks, we quickly, we order another one. If our car has too many miles on it, we trade it in for something better, something newer. If we outgrow our clothes, if our clothes no longer fit, we just exchange them for a bigger size. We drop them off at Goodwill or we keep them stuffed in the back of our closet, hoping for someday when we might fit into them again. If a relationship goes sour, if things get difficult, if it gets stale and you lose those butterflies in your stomach that you've had when you first met this incredible person, what do you do? You cash in that person for another. You, you trade in that partnership for another relationship. We live in such a throwaway culture that we don't even know what to do when trauma hits that we can't throw it away. What happens when a situation can't be fixed? And 2020 is one of those situations. You know what? We have lived through this as a entire world. We've, we've hit this wall of things that we can't just toss away and get another one. We can never get that year of our lives back. And how do we deal with that? You know, when we have that throwaway culture, we don't even have to leave our homes for the most part. We can order something on the internet with a click of a button. We can order a new trinket from China to replace the old cheap trinket that we had. We can even like dating sites, you can cash in your relationship and find another relationship or a one night stand or anything that you think is going to replace the brokenness in your life, the hole in your heart. And we can, we don't even have to leave home. And that's kind of caused an issue too, which I'll get into in some other podcasts and some other broadcasts. Uh, but 
we really have to be careful to not let that take over our lives. That is not our existence where we are here forever of trying to think of how to say this, but it's not meant to be the replacement for living. We don't just replace things that are broken. We have to go back and fix some of them. And I think 2020 is going to see that for some people where some people are going to try to just pretend it never happened. Some people are going to get angry and bitter about it and losing uh, maybe um, certainly losing the loss of a year for all of us. But also some people have lost their freedom. They've lost their, their freedom from fear, I think is a big thing. They've also lost the freedom to work but some people have lost loved ones that they'll never get back. And we need to balance all of that to remember that, you know, this is a real tragedy. And how do we deal with tragedy and trauma? We can't just order another, another year up in our lives and have this magically get better. We have to decide what to do. We can't just throw away a year. We have to hold on to some of this. And as we move into 2021, I think it's going to be really important to look back at 2020 and find what is it that we're going to take with us from that year into the next you know, we, we can't hold on to struggle the same way we would hold on to happiness with happy memories. We want to pull them out. We want to play with them in our heart. We want to remember them. We play them over in our mind and they make us smile. Maybe in bad times, those happy memories come back and we can pull them out like, like a picture in a wallet and just kind of play them over and they, they lighten us and they give us hope for the future. Sometimes those happy memories just strike us out of the blue and we just chuckle to ourselves and people in the grocery store look at us like, what's wrong with that crazy lady? And you're just going, you know what? I just remembered something that was really funny and struck me and thoughtful or kind or whatever it is. Those unhappy memories though, those trauma moments, like we've had so many of in 2020 can also sneak up and surprise us. And we have to figure out how to deal with them. Struggle is a gift. It gives us things that we, it makes us realize things that we took for granted before. And I think that's one of the main things that we need to take forward into 2021 is going back to even 2019 and saying, what was it that I was doing in 2019 that I really didn't appreciate? that I've learned to appreciate in 2020. Now I've gone through some lists of some things I've thought of, like so many things that I think we can come together as a culture on and our our world is so divided right now. And that's one of the issues of 2020. But as an entire society, I think most of us can come together on things like time with family. So many of us took that for granted prior to 2021. So the good that comes out of 2020 is that we're valuing time with family. Maybe we had time, growth in our faith. We, we had our churches locked down. We were denied sacraments. We didn't get to congregate. You know, Jesus says, wherever two or three are gathered, I'm there with you. And two or three was really kind of the most that could get together in some of these churches. Many places were locked, or maybe they went down to, uh, went back to meeting as disciples or apostles where we kind of met in secret and had secret Bible studies or secret prayer groups or things. Maybe your faith was tested as you were forced to learn and study on your own. Maybe you kind of pushed that aside and weren't able to, but you've realized, okay, there's value in that faith. And even though I didn't do it in the past, that's something I'm going to take into 2021. We took for granted the freedom to work and to go to school. Oh my gosh, my students would grumble about all the homework they had and how they had to get up in the morning and had to come to school. Well, 
so many students learned the appreciation of what an education is and education of friendships and so much that the school brings to students. And, you know, thinking about the lunch that was always there or the breakfast that was always there for our low income students, the break from domestic violence and abusive situations that we don't even know about because students don't always talk about those things but school gave them a break from that. We learned about the freedom to work, how valuable, and the church has talked about this for ages. St. Joseph the Worker has talked about the dignity of human work. It's not just income that we need, it's human value that comes from doing a job well done. Dignity is found in work. And so many of us took that for granted. So that's something we can understand is the appreciation of 2020 and what it gave us as far as understanding the value of work and the dignity that goes along for all workers, that every worker is essential. You are essential. No matter what your job is, you are essential. And that's something that so many people are just beginning to realize in 2020. Uh, hugs, physical affection. Oh my gosh, I'll never forget my friend. And I won't mention her name because I don't want anybody to lash out at her. But my friend, it gave me a hug the first time in, I want to think maybe it was May or June and I hadn't hugged anyone in so long. And I'm a physical affectionate person. I love hugging everybody. I touch everybody. I'm one of those people. And I know my best friend is very like, don't touch me at all. So it's kind of funny that we kind of go together like that. But for the most part, we're humans. We're built for hugs and physical affection. We're intended to reach out to one another and physically hug and touch and make eye contact and see smiles. And all of those things were so, they were expected. They were like, almost like we deserved them before 2020. And now in 2020, we're realizing the beauty that goes up along with that. Smiles and facial expressions. I talked about that a little bit. The freedom to worship. We've talked about that. The belief in the democratic process. Oh my gosh, we lost that in 2020. But we have the ability to now see the, the issues. We can see more clearly the problems with censorship on social media. We can see more clearly the, the ways that our election can be manipulated and the ways that our minds can be manipulated. And now we always knew a little bit of that was out there, but this has been such widespread fraud and corruption and doubt. And whether you believe there was fraud and corruption or not, the doubt that has been placed on our systems really is an, a wake-up call. And many of us, again, just kind of went along to get along before. Now people are starting to stand up and you're seeing that value of, hey, you know what? We have a voice. We have an opinion that counts. We need to see facts. We need to see things as they truly are. We need truth and clarity and value in our lives. And we're starting to see that, you know, our systems aren't all they're cracked up to be. And I think that's a good thing. We were going through life with blinders on, many of us, and now we're starting to take those blinders off. And yes, when you come out of the dark into the bright light, it is painful. It hurts your eyes to squint. You're squinting. You're stumbling around a little bit. You can't see. And I kind of feel like that's the gift of 2020. It was that peeling off the blinders of so much that we faced. And now we're kind of stumbling around and trying to figure out which direction we go as a country, as individuals, as families, as a world. And who knows where we're going to end up only, I think only God knows where we'll end up, but we do know. And so much of this is important that we are coming out of this, that we are going to keep moving forward and you need to commit to that moving forward. There's no doubt. You can't be like, well, mushy in the middle kind of person anymore. You've got to realize that the gift of 2020 is that we are what we are taking with us into 2021 is the knowledge that we can no longer accept the status quo, that we are going to move forward both as individuals and as a nation.
the last thing I want to say is that 2020 gave us the realization that we were living in a world of like naivete that we kind of existed in a fairyland before. Now, I am not saying my life has been pretty challenging before 2020. So I'm not saying, you know, it was all sunshine and roses for everybody because I certainly know firsthand that it was not. However, as an overall, we kind of lived in this fairyland where we thought everything was going to turn out a certain way. We believe that if we just kept doing the right thing, that things would get better. We lived in this world where we kind of, this fantasy world where we took for granted that things would turn out the way they are supposed to turn out. And in eternity, yes, things will turn out the way they're supposed to turn out. But 2020 has been a huge call to us. And that call is to stand up and to do what's right and to move forward and to not always accept the status quo. In fact, generally not accept the status quo. We're not meant to stand still. When we stand still, we are actually sliding backwards very slowly and not even realizing it until we take a giant trip backwards. And I think 2020 was that giant trip backwards. Our world had been evil forces. I'm going to say, I'm going to go right out and say it. Evil forces had been jumping leaps ahead. And the good people were kind of sitting there going, wait a minute, this doesn't feel right, but I'm not sure what to do. I'm just going to go along to get along. I'm just going to keep quiet. I'm just going to do what I need to do to protect my family. And 2020 has been a gift in that it's given us that call of let's move ahead. Let's go. We've got to stand. We've got to find our backbone. We've got to move forward. And maybe that for you is just move forward as not just, but that move forward for you is done as an individual. So you're going to take a look at 2020 and see the lessons that it gave you. You're going to see what you're going to bring forward into 2021. Uh, Maybe you're going to look at your family and think of where the changes need to be made. Maybe your husband or your kids or some other aspect, your parents, something is not going quite right. Maybe they're leaving all the burdens to you and all the chores are ending up on you and you're ending up bitter and resentful and you need to figure out how to deal with that because bitter and resentful is not a way to live. Maybe it's that you're called to be a community organizer. I'm gonna steal the left's term, right? You're called to be a community organizer and help people rise. Maybe you're motivated and you're a motivator and you're able to go out and grab people and say, you know, this is a cause worth looking into. Let's educate ourselves. Let's move forward. How do we move forward as a country? Maybe you're somebody that can reach out to different groups and say, we have more that unites us than that divides us. Let's not burn our whole system down. Let's not burn everything we've worked for for several hundred years. Let's not burn 2020 to the ground. Let's take what's good and build on that. And that's super important. Now, the gift of struggle 2020 has certainly given us. It's a great time to be grateful for all the things we took for granted before 2020. And as I'm looking ahead to 2021, I'm realizing that it is not all the the stuff that I'm going to take into 2021. Every one of those lessons that I talked about are lessons that were given because they're, they're intangible. They're more valuable than anything we've had in the past. And as difficult as 2020 was, there's an, a plan there that can show us that what we are taking in and, and bringing forward into our future can be so powerful and so um, growing. It's strengthening. It's spiritual. It is not the old stuff that we took into the past, into our futures in our past, if that makes sense. So many people have been a little, had a little bit of PTSD, maybe post-traumatic stress. 
And I want you to know that post-traumatic growth is also a very real possibility. So as you're moving into 2021, decide, there's a couple of things I want you to do. I want you to decide that that future is in your hands, that no matter what life throws at you, no matter what 2021 brings, because I'm not one of those that's going to say the flip of the calendar page, or God forbid, the uh, change of a presidential election is going to magically make everything better. That making things better is up to us. We This depends on us. And you need to know that that choice, no matter what your situation and no matter who is in charge or where life takes you, you have the power in your own mind to make things better for yourself and not to be a victim of your circumstances, not to be a victim of your own thoughts, but to control your thoughts. Our Bible tells us to lead our hearts, not to be led by them. Same thing with your mind, lead your mind. Don't let your thoughts control you. The other thing is that you have the freedom that goes beyond your circumstances. So maybe you've lost a job. Maybe you have lost a family member or a loved one. Maybe you're just living in fear. And it's been so long since you lived freely that it's hard to come out of that. I remember when, you know, luckily I was only in that lockdown kind of mode for about two weeks. And my boys were like, yeah, we're not staying here. And I decided that, you know, life was worth living. I don't want them to live in fear and lockdown. But those first couple of weeks were a little bit challenging to come out and embrace the sunshine and to even hug my children. I was almost a little bit nervous about that. I did it, but I broke through, but it was a little nerve wracking. And maybe that's what 2020 has stolen from you is that you've been in lockdown so long that you are nervous about coming out. Well, what you need to do is to take the lessons of 2020, all those invaluable, intangible, intangible experiences and those value things like 2020 has been such a gift in so many ways, if you choose to see it that way. That's what I want you to take into 2021, all those intangibles that we could not have gotten without that trauma of 2020. And I do think that we grow the most when we are faced with the biggest struggle. Now our challenge in 2021 is what will we do with the gift of 2020? I hope you choose to use your gifts wisely. I hope you choose to grow them every day. And I hope you choose to share them with others. All right, I'm going to end it there. Happy New Year. God bless you in 2020. Our 2021, take those valuable lessons of 2020 and apply them into every aspect of your life. Let nothing sit idle and keep moving ahead. If I can help you in any way, please send me an email at Kerry at StralingGrace.com. That's K-E-R-R-I at StralingGrace, S-T-R-A-H-L-E-N-G-R-A-C-E. And of course, remember that life is good. God bless.